Hey y'all, welcome back to Kwana's Corner. Oh my goodness. I I just I'm just gonna dive right into this because it has been on my mind, it is in my spirit, and the responses that I receive from some of you, whether on TikTok or Instagram, we all agree on this. Living with someone like your partner is just it's not all peaches and cream okay it's it's really it's really not let's let's get into this right so i'll give you my own personal experience i've never lived with a partner and so bear to bear right okay um when he first moved in i was like Okay, you know, I'm thinking like, all right, this is going to be cool. This is going to be good. You know, um, I'm not going to get too much into our life. But I'm like, oh, we're going to have sex every day. And um, I'll be cooking for him. And we're just going to have a good time. And I slowly came to realize this is not what it's really like. I never had a way to look inside of someone's relationship when they're living when they're living together, right? And that's because when we see things on TV, like we see people living together and things like that. And let's be honest, we look at it like, oh, that's maybe what real life is like. You know, it's kind of similar to that. Maybe a few more. Because you do have those times when you see on TV, they do have the ups and the downs. And we're like, okay, yeah, that's what it's like. No. <laughs> no. That is literally like. It's not even. It's it's just the base. It's just the base. Like, <laughs> let's Let's be real. Let, let's let's be real. Let's put it all out here on the table, okay? You're not having sex every day. You may be doing things in your home every day that you never thought you would be doing. You're picking up after someone else other than yourself and not your kids. We'll come around to that because living with a partner and living with kids, those are just two different sides of the coin they are not the same i assure you okay you are literally you're doing more for both of you both of you it's it's an adjustment for both people because when you're single you do what you want when you know single as in mean living alone you can be in a relationship let me let me let me back that up not single but living alone when you live alone you you don't have to worry about anybody you know if you want to drop your things on the floor and you pick it up tomorrow night you can do that if you don't feel like washing the dishes because they're tired that's fine too but these are all things that you're gonna do because you're the only person in the house and you can't get mad at nobody else if your house look a wreck when you get home from work. Because you be like, hmm, okay, I'll clean it up when I get around to it. Because you created it. So it's not, 
it's fine. But when you live with somebody else, oh baby, okay, we don't realize how much living with someone really um, brings our lives together. So you may have a boyfriend or you may have this your fiance or you may have someone that you your husband you just married or your wife um or your boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't matter that you guys just decided you know what we're going to we're going to move in together right now in 2022 I will be honestly like upfront if you live in a major city Living with your partner financially is better than living separately. Like, I mean, if you guys can get along on that level, you know, I'm not saying go move in with your, you know, with your bump buddy, because, not bump buddy, but with your, I'm trying to think of the name, it's not, it's escaping my mind. Um... What's your booty call? Like, I'm not telling you to go do that. I'm just saying, you know, once you're in a stable relationship, if that is something you guys are looking at, definitely looking hard on that. Because living separately right now in a major city, the rent is astronomical, okay? Separately. But mind you, when you put two people together and you bring your incomes together, um... It's less for each person to pay, right? But I feel like that probably will be its own episode. And I might have to get the cash compass in on that. But we'll have a separate pot on that. Let's just focus on living together. Um, yeah, I wish I could see my face. I really wish I could see my face because... <laughs> It's really, it's ghetto. It's ghetto. It has its ups, it has its downs. Everyone's experience is not going to be the same. So you can't compare yourself to Susan or Dominique or Melinda or y'all can't compare yourself because y'all living experiences are going to be different. However, there may be things that your significant other does that you'll be like, child, yours do that too. Oh, my word. Drives me nuts. So, if your partner comes and stays the night, it's not the same as them living with you. Because you're not going to get the real view of how they are. How maybe... When they get out the shower, um, they wet up the whole bathroom floor. They leave um, after they maybe shave. They leave hair all in the bathtub or all over the sink. Or um, they leave makeup all over the counter. They don't, their makeup is just splattered. The, the brushes are everywhere. Foundation is everywhere. There's no source of cleaning up after. And you just like, what in the world is happening here? Your partner may come out the bathroom and you ready to go in there to get ready for your day at work. And you just like, what? 
Did you take a poo? Did you not spray the bathroom? Like, I, I can't fully get into the shower to enjoy my shower because it smells like poo. Like, can we, can we, can you give me a heads up or something? And for someone who's never lived with someone, for you to go into that, like, you are just, like, in for a rude awakening. Because you're just like, whoa, why didn't no one tell me this? Why? Especially if you are sharing um, a bathroom. If you're sharing a bathroom, my goodness, the things you might come across. And the habits you may come across. And the house in general. Um, if your partner, if you're more into making up your bed every day, but your partner isn't, depending on how you guys' work schedule is, you may come home and find the bed looking a mess. And you're just like, so you couldn't make the bed? Okay. All right. Let me make the bed. Let me let me make the bed. Um... For us, I will divulge this. I like to sleep cool. I don't like the room to be hot. If the room is hot, I cannot sleep. I can't sleep. So I need it to be cool. When I say cool, I need it to be about a good, about 70. 65 to 70, right? Okay. Bearded baby in here freezing sometimes. Like he's underneath like a thick sheet because it is still summertime. He's underneath a thick sheet or in the wintertime he's pulling the cover up because the heat is on. And with the heat on, I need to sleep with the window open a little bit because it's just a little too much heat at times. Like, okay, I, I just, I want the heat, but I need to also feel comfortable enough to sleep. If you ever looked at a sleep study... It'll tell you to comfortably sleep in a room, you need the temperature to be a little bit lower. Like, I think it has to actually, I think it has to be between 60 to 70 degrees. Funny enough, I didn't realize this until I had miles. There's a certain temperature that babies like to sleep in. Coincidentally, it's the same temperature that they tell you to sleep in to sleep comfortably. Like, as far as, like, in your room, one, it, it's beautiful. But we have this battle sometimes. Like, he, he a little be freezing, and I'm, I'm knocked out. I'm knocked out. And I'll wake up, and the AC is off. And I'll wake up because I'm starting to sweat. And I'm like, why the hell am I sweating? And I will go put the AC back on. And it's like in the morning, he'll wake up and now the room is freezing cold and he's just freshly getting out of bed. When I tell you guys living with someone, it's just like toss your hair, prepare yourself from anything they do. You know, some people like to sleep with the TV on. Others need complete silence. There, There are so many things like... I can't even tell you to have a talk about it before you move. When I say there are so many things that you don't even think about, there's no way you can honestly talk about everything before you move in with someone. It's impossible. I will say this, though. If there's a problem that you have with your partner 
in the house, I will say, have a conversation. Have a conversation. Now, when I say have a conversation, there are some pieces to this that you have to cross off before said conversation. When you want to bring it to the table, think about what it is you want to bring to the table. Okay? If it's, um, hey, um, after you wash dishes, could you please, you know, clean off the counters? You like the counters clean. Can you please clean off the counters after you clean dishes? You realize the counters haven't been clean. Da, 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 da. You don't want to go to your partner and say, you don't clean the counters every time you wash the dishes. And then I have to come in here and cl- don't, don't do that. The reason why you don't want to do that is because one tone and two, being aggressive with how you're talking to someone, they're less likely to listen to you. And you're more likely to end up in an argument or disagreement. You really mean you want to avoid at most costs, but in order for both parties to be heard, you want to kind of keep it in calm tones. I know you're probably like, Quana, get out of here. Yes, arguments happen. Absolutely. Arguments happen. I'm not saying they don't, but to try to avoid, try to avoid. And you can possibly bring these things up as they occur rather than starting to make a list so that when you go to your partner, you have this list and they're going to feel slightly attacked. Like, okay, why didn't you say something in that moment? Or why didn't you say something about X, Y, Z later on? Why did you say something about um, my toothpaste on the mirror or um, leaving toothpaste on the sink? Why didn't you say something about that then? Why are you talking about the dishes and the toothpaste and the bathroom sink and the clothes? Like, don't tread lightly. Tread lightly, okay? Communication is a huge part of living together. And that's easier said than done because you have to learn your partner's communication style. You, you have to learn it, whether they're, um, whether they're a talker, whether they're, um, they like to resolve things. Like uh, there are people who like to have talks where they, okay, we, we, we said the problems, now let's work out a resolution. There are those who, um, they need small pieces, small pieces. Tell them what you want done and they'll do it. They'll just execute. They don't want to go into a whole spiel. It's all different types of communicating. But in order for you to figure that out, you have to learn your partner's communication style. And that does mean that you really need to in-depthly talk to your partner sending memes all day to your partner is fun and dandy that's that's all fun um having talks about um romantic erotic sexual stuff that's all great too talking about your day is fun but you you think it's like you may like scroll past it on instagram or tiktok or any social media page when they say you know the relationships that really last are the ones that have those hard conversations it is going to be a hard conversation. What if your partner, um, when your partner's on her period, your partner doesn't, 
you know, properly dispose of whatever sanitary items that, that she uses. That could be really triggering for you. Like, yo, bro, yo, what are you, this is nasty. This is, come on, yeah, you gotta, but again, communication style. Because that can be very touchy for someone for you to come to them and be like, yo, you're nasty, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. Hey, babe, um, you know, you threw your tampon, you threw the pad, you threw the cup, whatever. And it was just like, you know, can you just be a little bit more cautious, please? Okay, okay. Like I said, when you approach someone in a more calm tone, you're more likely to get an even response. You know, if you want to bring flames in the kitchen, just, just, just be ready for the burst that might come. <sighs> Aside from communication, this compromise, the, you, you got to pick your battles. You got to pick your battles. You can't nitpick over every single thing. Like you, you just can't. If you realize that your partner is better in the kitchen than you are, and you're like, you know, I'm tired. I really, I really, you know, don't want to cook. You can convey that to your partner. Like, hey, I, I just, I don't feel like cooking today. Or, babe, I don't, I don't feel like cooking today. Like, I'm not in the mood to cook today. Um, would you, would you be down to cook? And always give space for a reply. Like, ask. You don't want to command somebody because, mind you, this is not your child. This is your partner. So ask, hey, can, can you cook? If they say no, you're entitled to feel how you feel. However, have a backup behind that. If they say, nah, I don't, I don't really want to cook. All right, how, how about we order out? Or if they say, you know what, I'll order out. Have something in mind that you might want to, you know, have to eat. That could make a very easy situation. Just it could just smooth out everything. It it could just make everything just work cohesively. I feel like there's so much. There's literally so much. There's so much we can literally talk about. <laughs> there's so much. But if your partner, like if your partner decides to cook. And, you know, you're in the kitchen. You could always wash the dishes after. That's teamwork. Because that's actually what you guys are. You're a team. When it comes to bills, and as far as I know, I like to research random things. And as far as I know, finances still stand at the top for why couples... Or why relationships don't last because of finances. Yo, I gotta I gotta be real excuse the sounds of the city in the background. Um be transparent about your finances. Don't lie. Okay, don't lie, don't put up a front. You live with this person. 
They see you sneaking the Gucci bag in the crib. They see you with the multiple Target bags trying to get in the crib. They see you bringing in the Target box. I mean, in the, the sneaker boxes. They see you hiding the bags in the trunk of the car. And you trying to sneak it in the house. Or you hide it in multiple places. Like, they, they, they know. They know. They know. Okay? When you go out and you splurge on dinner, you know, and you come in and you've had, like, a few wild nights with your friends, like, they're like, okay, okay, okay. I, I see how you live in. I see how you do. Be transparent about that. Be upfront with your finances for a few reasons. You could work out the bills in a way where it's just like, I know I, I the girls, I know y'all like to tussle. So the girls or the men that just feel like you're the breadwinner, you should pay all the bills. Ah, this, 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 this part not for y'all. This, this not for y'all right now. Okay. We ain't about to tussle. Like, okay. I handle this bill, you handle this bill, or we'll split this one, we'll handle this one, X, Y, Z. We'll, you, you do 30, I'll do 70. Now, in the beginning, if that works for you, great. If your financial standing changes, that's something you need to bring to your partner. Like, hey, um, I'm not making as much money as I used to. Uh, my commission is no longer as high as it was, or, you know, I, I switched a new role. And even though I love it more, I had to take a pay cut. You, you have those conversations. So you know how to move things around. Because if you're paying more bills than your partner is paying, you see your partners being able to go out and have this lavish life and enjoy themselves. And you just like, nah, this ain't it for me. No, this is not it. No. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. So in that case, share. Remember, the hard conversations, these are the ones you have to have. If you realize that, you know, you clean your bathroom. You clean your bathroom all the time you 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 love cleaning the bathroom because you know um maybe you spend more time in it maybe you spend more time in the bathroom so you know you like to clean the bathroom really well uh you don't really like doing dishes it's not really your thing you know you wash dishes because you have to it's not really your thing your partner comes in cleans the bathroom now the bathroom is not clean how you like it clean but it it, it has been sanitized it has been clean Compromise. Go do the dishes. If you see the dishes need to be done, go do the laundry. If you see the... Don't try to go behind your partner and do it the way you like. You're gonna one, you're gonna drive yourself nuts. Okay, and two, it kind of shows a distrust for your partner. Like I, I don't, I don't think you can do things well enough as I can. Like this is not a contest. This is not a contest. There will come times where in a relationship you, you come into a routine because of all sorts of things that happen in life. You know, sometimes around the holidays, people work 
more hours. They're at work longer, deadlines. You're trying to close out the quarter and, and you know, be in a black, not in a red. There, there are certain projects that need to be met for deadlines. So you're kind of just there with each other. You, you, you're passing each other. You know, you're, you're trying to have those moments of intimacy in between. Have a talk. Have a talk. Bring to level, like, I know things are just kind of running routine right now, but we'll we'll get back to where we were. We, we will get there. Have that talk because you may have a partner who's looking like, this is boring. And I'm not happy. But if you don't acknowledge what's going on, they may start to be like, boredom could lead to a whole bunch of things. It, it can lead to a whole bunch of things. So just, I don't, I don't want to put out there what it could lead to because, like I said, it could lead to a bunch of different things. So with that said, once you have that talk, it will let your partner know we're we're in a, we're in a bit we're in a little eye of the tornado right now, but things will die down, and they will go back to normal, or they will get better. But you need to have that conversation that tells you, like, I see the rainbow at the end of the storm. The conversation has to be had. Again, go back. Communicating. Yes, you're coming back there. Every day is not going to be butterflies and unicorns. It's not. Y'all going to have days when y'all argue or y'all have disagreements. And mind you. There's nowhere for you to leave and go. Where are you going to go? Where, where are you going to go? Yeah, getting in the same bed. That whole theory of don't go to bed and not each other is BS. I'm letting you know that now. It is BS. It is not real. You know why? Because we're human. That's why. We're human. We can't dismiss things like that. Like with the snap. You, you, it's impossible. You cannot do it. So to say, oh, don't go to bed mad at each other. I, no, I don't even give mad at people that advice or, you know, on a card or anything because it's, it's, no. You're going to sit in your feelings. You're going to be upset. I got to take it back. It's going to go back to communication. At some point in time, a conversation needs to be had about said disagreement or argument. And at that, it doesn't matter who brings it up. Sometimes it's the person who started the argument, who finished the argument, who caused the argument. The conversation needs to be had. Here's what I found. Sorry, Siri talking some nonsense. Once you have that conversation, remember, calm tones. Listen, not to respond, but to actually hear your partner. Hear your partner. Because what they say will definitely have an effect on you. And you may not even see things from the point of view they were looking at it from. And you may be like, I didn't even know you felt that way. You know, in the moment when you're heated in the argument, nobody's really listening. You just, 
no one's really listening to them. You just you just throwing out things at each other. But when you have that talk to kind of go over what happened or what was said, you can work out a lot of things. Depending on your partner, you may even start to dig deeper to find out why they are the way they are. You may find out your partner has no desire to cook because while they were younger, their parents or mom or dad, whoever their guardian was, made them take care of the rest of the house. And they were doing it for so long, they hate it now. They eat to survive, absolutely. But they despise like just cooking consistently. They don't like it. And having that talk about, oh, you know, I'm I'm really just, I, I cooked in a, you know, really often and I really wish you would, you know, get in the kitchen sometimes. And your partner may tell you those things and you'd be like, why you ain't say nothing? Or thank you for telling me that. So now the way you may be looking at your partner will like, I'm always doing something. Why you don't do it? You may be like, oh, I get it. This is trauma for you. Okay, let's see how we can, we, can, we can comb through this. Not every situation is going to be calming. It's going to be a let's have a conversation. Sometimes the conversations happen and later on you may need to go back and have a deeper conversation from that conversation that came after the, after the argument or disagreement. Now let's go to living with kids. When you live with kids and you live with your partner, things are very different. Different in as in it's not just you two. Now it's you two plus kid or kids. So you need to clean up after each other. You know, it becomes a task per partner. Hey, I'm going to grab the laundry. Um, Can you grab it in 30 minutes? Because I'm going to put the laundry to start and I'm going to go to the store. Okay, cool. Come back from the store. Guess what your partner's doing? Sitting there folding the laundry. If your partner's not there folding the laundry, hey, babe, did you remember to grab the laundry? Oh, I forgot. Let me, let me go get the laundry. Go downstairs. You know what I mean? It's not a, I told you that I got that. Remember, calm tones get better responses. Your kids, whether you be a bonus mom, a bonus dad, they see what goes on. They see the things that you guys do. They see how you interact with one another and realize, realize, keep it in the back of your mind. These kids are going to take the things they see and that's how they are going to um, develop their relationships. Whether it be friendships, whether it be romantic relationships, that is how they're going to do things in the very beginning. Because they're going to, you know, I see, you know, my mom and my dad do X, Y, Z, or this is how they handle things. They're going to take that. So think about the things that you're doing. Do you want your child to go out there and do the same thing in their relationships? 
Or is there some things you really like to work on? Now, this isn't to come at you and make you feel like, oh, man, I feel like a bad person. None of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. We all need work in all different areas. Heck, we all need a therapist. (laughs) We all need a therapist. But take your time. Take your time. And just think before you do things, especially when children are involved, okay? Whether you're married, whether you're in a relationship, there's always, there can be an end. There can always be an end, okay? So realize how you want to carry things on with children around. The things you want to say when children around. Sometimes you may have to, I don't want to say don't argue, because living that quote unquote uh, um, June Cleaver and Bobby Cleaver, like that's not real. That's not real. Because my parents never argued. And I'm just like, you sure? You sure? Because you set unrealistic expectations for them going into the real world. They may have a disagreement. But like, my parents never argued. Why are you arguing with me? No, they argue. You just never saw it. They choose to keep it away from your eyes. I'm not telling you to have arguments in front of your children all the time. I'm just saying, let, let, it, let it be as close to reality as you can, making them feel comfortable. If you guys have a disagreement, have your disagreement, have a talk about it. You know, if the kids are around, depending on ages... You may have to have a conversation after with the children around. Like, you know, mommy and daddy had a, a disagreement. And I know some people might be like, ah, that's a good, let them mind their business, stay in a kid's place. If you did not know, kids turn into teenagers who turn into adults. Okay? I'm going to let that sit with you. You let them know, you know, we had a disagreement and this is how we handle things. It goes back again to communicating. Having kids and living together means all those date nights you used to have or, you know, before you had kids, it may be hard to still have all those date nights. You know, the village may step in and, you know, hey, I got the kids. Don't worry about it. Or I'll take the baby or whatever. At times, but that does not mean it's going to be the same. And you have to realize it's a part of you growing in your relationship. We have someone else or we have other people, little people to take care of. So we can't consistently go out all the time and, you know, we need to do things as a family as well. It can't just be the two of us. We got to do family stuff too. Sometimes you have the children who need the one-on-one time with said parent. So it's going to look different when you have kids involved in the house. As far as childcare, if you want to go out and, you know, you're not going out with your partner, ask in advance. Hey, babe, you got plans for XYZ date? 
Okay, um, I want to go out with my, I want to go with my girlfriends that day, da 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 da, or I'm going out with the guys or whatever. All right, cool. Sometimes people may they, they may tell you you know throw it on the calendar. Put it on the calendar. I got it. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. You know, it just. I can't express enough how communication affects all type of relationships in the household. With kids, it's different because everyone has different methods of how they want to bring up their child. Um, Whether you guys, you can have the conversation so you're black and blue in the face before you have kids. However, once you have kids... The conversation is going to look a lot different because now the child is present, the child is there. So now you're looking like, okay, how how am I going to handle this? How am I going to go about this? If you see your partner doing things that maybe you don't really agree with, like, hey, I don't really like the way you talk to him or you, you talk to her. Don't do it in front of the partner. I mean, don't do it in front of the kid because the kid, kids are smart. They are little Yo, they are super smart. You know, when you talk to them, pull them to the side or while the child is not around and just like, hey, you know, I, I didn't like the way that you, you said that, you know, your tone was really harsh. You could have brought it down a little, you know, just to help them to understand more. Um, I mean, you didn't like your mom talking to you like that or you didn't like your dad talking to you like that, you know. You could bring it down and help them to really see, oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I, I didn't like this growing up. So why am I doing that to my child? Why am I doing that? Kids cost money. Kids are expensive. They are expensive. Don't let nobody lie to you. Don't let nobody coerce you. Don't let those cute little baby faces on Instagram or TikTok be like, oh, I know. They are expensive, okay? And they don't stop being expensive. They, they don't stop, okay? Even when they in college, they don't stop. We go back to the finances. You know, it's... Those conversations have to be had. Sometimes you have to involve the kids. Like, hey, we're looking to buy a house. So we might have to cut back on, you know, just a few things. Not much, just a few things just for the time being. Give that expectation. Oh, dear. I feel like we've talked enough. We've talked enough. I would love you guys to be back on this. I really would. I really would. This is a conversation, like I said, was on my spirit, on my mind. And when I talked about it, y'all was just like, what? Chow, the lies. Because I was just like, you know, I don't know where people got this misconception that everything is all great and it's awesome. And it's not. It's not. Yeah. Ow. Before I go, I'm going to throw this one last thing. I just can't say, just can't say, just can't say. Sex. You're not going to have sex every single day. There are going to be times where y'all both are too tired to 
y'all just want to get in bed, cuddle, and go to sleep. I do want to say make time for y'all, though. Make time for y'all. If you work a really strenuous job where you're really just, you know, stressed at the end of the day, maybe try to de-stress on your way home so when you get around your partner you may feel a little bit sleepy you may feel a little bit tired but you have some energy left to give to them that is not all the time i'm not telling you to do that every day don't don't okay you, you need time for you too i i get that but you know sometimes if you realize wow it's been a few days and i, I haven't really you know i'm kind of in the mood or it's not always about you it is not always about you i'm not telling you to go have sex and you don't feel like it Please don't ever do that. Don't do that. I'm saying if you're feeling a little tired and you you don't want to set a toss in the towel, see if you can pep yourself up. Put on a good song. Sometimes it's about intimacy, not always about sex. Baby, come dance with me. You see Bay at the stove, at the kitchen cooking. Walk up behind him. Give him a nice squeeze. You know? You see a girl walking around the house, cleaning up. She's picking up. Go help her. Little do you know, some women, we get turned on by house duties. You doing stuff that I got to do? Baby, meet me in the room. Ten minutes. The house is clean. The kids are asleep. I have to do boy okay there are women out there like that just know just know okay just know that 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 was my last piece (laughs) anyway it's been real y'all enjoy y'all long weekend labor day is coming up it's gonna be turning new york um i think the parade is coming back the labor day parade west indian Parade. I think it's coming back. Anyway, grab your flags. If you're going to be in the parkway, go get some food, you know, whatever. Hang out with the homies, hit the beach, whatever you plan to do. Just please, please, please be safe.